into the contest. It's Friday the 10th of September. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here, joined by Shane Lee. Shane, my English fans, I've been getting some nervous phone calls, text messages. Them being beaten by India at home uh, is looming. First day of the final test tonight. And uh, look, it looks like it's going to happen. They never lost a test match against India in England um, until this series, and it is 2-1 down. <laughs> they they should be nervous, Timmy, because uh, Kylie has got that team with Boomer um, and his pace attack ready to go, mate, and um, a few of their batsmen are in form too. So England have a lot of work to do. It will not be a very, very nice press in the UK if they lose the series. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Joe Root's going to need to score a squillion. We're going to talk AFL in the tick. We've also got Brisbane comedian, rugby league lover Shad Wicker on the show and silver medalist from the Olympics, Johnny Stephenson. AFL, two huge games for the playoff in Perth, Shane. I know we've got the week off next week. Melbourne Demons, are you still with them? Are you still on the Melbourne Demons bandwagon? First time since 1964 it would be if they won the flag. They played Geelong tonight. Yeah, I think Geelong's run will come to an end. I think uh, Melbourne, the red legs, will be too strong, mate. And um, I really, really hope uh, for the sake of their supporters and, and their fantastic season they've had so far that Melbourne go all the way. The other big game, obviously, Port Adelaide take on the Bulldogs, mate. I'm going for Port there. Well, I reckon the Western Bulldogs, you, you can't discount them, though, can you? Because that scrounging, desperate style of win would, would put them in, in a little bit of a zone, Western Bulldogs, after they beat Brisbane in the matter in which they did. I know it can go two ways. Yeah, definitely. I, I just think Port have, have the momentum. I think Bontempelli, not being 100% fit with the knee, um, is a massive factor in that team, particularly in their midfield. Um and I just think I think Port Adelaide had the momentum. Mm. Okay, you marinating anything special over the weekend? You sort of uh, I know you you know you've got your apron off. I might be, I might go for a um I might go for an all, all seafood weekend. Timmy, I might get down to oh, I can't get to the fish market yet, can I? Bloody hell! Anyway, I'll, I'll get I'll get down to the local Manly fish shop and uh, get some nice prawns. I think. Yeah, send some over, cry back them. I look yep. forward to it. All right, coming up, we've got uh, we've got Mr. Rugby League Brisbane comedian Shad Wicker on the show. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great-tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back. All right, time to talk rugby league, the greatest game of all, and uh, he's back. He's comedian from Brisbane and, of course, rugby league lover. He knows the game very well. Shad Wicker, how are you? I'm good, boys, uh, but absent makes the uh, heart grow fonder, so I'm sure you guys miss me. You were keen for me to get back. I'm I'm apologising profusely for not being on the show, but I was too busy shooting a commercial for VB. Very good. I can get it walking, you can get it talking. (laughs) Matter of fact, I got it now. (laughs) Mate, you boys have got a, a rugby league grand final. First time in 117 years or something. Mate, how good is it going to be? Actually, you know what? You know what? This is my first thought when the grand final was finally confirmed. I mean, it was the worst kept secret, wasn't it? I think we guys, we all called this, what, months ago? Mm. The grand final would be here in Brizzy. But 
What a year for the Brisbane Broncos to completely shit the bed. You've never had more games <laughs> rugby league played in Brisbane and uh, the grand final. Like it's just unbelievable how they have managed to stuff this up. And like I said, it's like over a century. This has never happened, and it will probably never happen again. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it probably won't happen for a while. But but the bottom line is, and I mentioned this, and Shane and I discussed it. It's great, isn't it? Look, I mean, my wife's from Queensland, as you know, half my families in Queensland I know where the passion for rugby league really is when you talk heartlands you're talking Queensland and they must be so happy the heartland that they're going to get the the showpiece event I know origin of course is it comes in the middle of the year but this is just a little bit different Mate, absolutely, Mike, everyone's absolutely stoked to have it here. I think one of the smarter moves as well, which is kind of what made it pretty obvious that it was going to be Suncorp in the recent weeks, was a lot of the games, uh, they didn't do as many double headers here at, at Suncorp. Mm. Moved a lot of the games regionally, which was a good idea because I'm, I'm not going to lie, I think there was a bit of fatigue happening with the amount of games that were being played at Suncorp. I mean, Caxton Street usually going off, it was starting to wane a little bit. But uh, now that the grand final has been announced, it is, yes. it is full steam ahead. You know what would be good as well, and, and I, haven't, I haven't been to uh, ANZ in, in, in quite some time, but it'll be great to see, like, the opening shots and you've got, you know, we've got the statues there, we've got Wally out the front. Mm. You know, it'll, it's Suncorp's built around rugby league, so it'll be quite the spectacle, I think, to see all the activities that are going to be on. They'll shut down Caxton Street, mate. It'll be closed for like three days. Yeah, it will be. I tell you who's not full steam ahead are your Warriors. What's the, what's the story of this Matt Lodge guy? He's, last time I saw him, he was, fing, he was fingering in the crowd. <laughs> Wait, in the crowd? I thought he was just doing it to the crowd. <laughs> mate, I, I've, I've, that scathing article that someone put out about uh, nepotism in the Warriors, what's going on with their recruitment. I mean, I mean Tim, you've alluded to this before as well, I think. It's always baffled me about the Warriors is like you are the only team in New Zealand. Ooh. Yet for some reason you are constantly looking across the ditch to fill like like to fill roles that are front row roles, you know, second row roles, centers. Every player that leaves the Warriors seems to have amazing success at the next team. And the Titans showed that. I mean, they had like three in the back line, two in the forwards that are former Warriors and absolutely flogged us 40 to nil. Like what a what a fall from grace for a team that I think was everyone's second team for the last two years mm. because of the sacrifices oh, they made. Yeah. They, they got shot in the head, didn't they, basically? And they got booed by their by their crowd and slammed by Warriors fans. And the one thing about that that really does surprise me, and it has for a long, long time, is that they haven't tried to uh, infiltrate the whole rugby union psychology in New Zealand and try and get a few of the offcuts because, you know, New Zealand could put out about 17 different teams and still beat the Wallabies. Surely we could get a couple of those guys playing for playing for the Warriors. All right, now look, let's look at these finals because we're very excited. Melbourne Manly. Manly. Ooh, they're smokies. Mm. Have, you got, have you got to say that this is probably – the bet, like they're kicking off with probably the best one of the batch. Like, yeah, I think yep. this is going to be unreal. And it's, I'm trying to remember here who has the second chance. So it's Melbourne, it's the, the new system still confuses me. Melbourne oh, and they, they both, they both do, obviously. They both get a second chance. And then you'll see uh, Penrith and South Sydney, whoever loses that gets a second chance. So here's my question out of these two, because of how the format is, if Manly say lose to Melbourne, but then mm. they win next week and win the next two, does that mean they could play Melbourne in the final? Correct. And I kind of want to change my bloody preseason prediction that we did because I reckon that's going to be. That could well be a go. Yeah. 
Look, I think I think this is going to be as you said. This is this is the game of this round, and I think it'll come down to a couple of points. It's whether Storm can shut Turbo down, and it's and it's whether it's whether Cherry Evans can take away enough responsibility um, um, for allowing him to give give him some space. So we'll see, mate. What do you reckon, mate? I'm I'm gonna I, I'm, I'm can't back against Melbourne. I think that um, even though they had that pretty bad luck loss towards the end, I, I just can't back against them. I think if there's every team has struggled to try and shut down Tommy Turbo. I mean, what Manly has three, three of the top tri, top five try scorers or whatever yeah. the competition yep. this year. It's going to yep. be hard. But if there's ever a team that's shown us that they can essentially stop your best weapon, it's Melbourne. And mm. it's against the team that they've played and hated for a long time. What a turnaround. Eh? Desi was out the door at Centrelink at the start of the year, wasn't he? It's amazing how they've turned it around. Yeah, look, I reckon Melbourne might just get them, but I would not be surprised I'm if, going Man- Manly. if Manly get the chocolates. Okay. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Look, the Roosters-Titans, I've looked at this from every angle. Radley coming back. I can't see the Titans beating the Roosters tomorrow. Um I, I, it's hard to find uh, like a little smoky in here that's going to cause an upset, don't you think? Like in this mm. entirely, because I think the Knights and the Titans are pretty much, you know, they're making up the numbers. Oh, you reckon? I reckon the Knights are going to beat the Eels. You reckon Ooh, the Knights really? will beat the yeah, Eels? Yeah, that's my tip, mate. That's Ooh. my. Uh, I reckon so. I reckon Pong is going to have a blinder, mm. and I reckon um, Moses not playing last week is going to cost him. Wow. I'll have a lazy 10 on that with you. Um, okay, done, done. And I'll give you eight points. So, You've already taken 10 bucks from me. Is that what you're betting on this Yeah, one? I know. I'll tell you what, this holiday, we're, <laughs> this holiday we're going to our lounge room is looking very, very good. So, yeah, so you reckon the Roosters will win. Uh, look, uh, you're going Eels, are you, Shad? And, and Shane's going Knights. I'm going Eels. Yeah, I'll... I'll I've got, oh man, I've got a I've got a mate that's a big Knights fan that's going to hate me, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Parramatta are going to go to the top. I just think Parramatta have got more to show than the Knights do. Penrith should go through the Rabbitohs, you would think. No, think. I think that's the other way. I think I think wow. the Rabbits will beat the the Panthers. That's my other wow. way. I think wow. the Rabbits will get up. Yeah, that's where I'm going with this. I know they're missing Latrell. You know that they're going to, you know, if they are going to play this fullback where he is, it's going to be like you know a bomb raid by Penrith. But I just Think that Souths will be able to get over the top of this. Well, I'm going. I'm going the other way, mate. I'm going Panthers. So one of us are going to be right <laughs> come Monday. I know it's not Anzac Day. We're not playing two up, but I'll have ten with you there as well. And I'll, and I'll give you four points, Penrith Souths. Wow! Oh, that definitely covered the line. I'm doing that for sure. Oh, beautiful. Oh, but the beautiful. The, the great thing is that the finals are here. They're, they're four very good games. Um, look, whether whether or not they're, they're going to be one-sided, I think we might get a couple of one-sided games, but it starts tonight. And, Shad, it's great to have you back. You've been, uh, you've been working the microphone, the comedy. You've been filming ads. I tell you what, you're, uh, you're, you're certainly going up the, uh, up the grades, aren't you? Mate, I'm trying my best, but uh, I think I had probably the highlight of my career just the other week, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, was, uh, I was doing a gig <laughs> on, the, on the Gold Coast, and um, I had in the front row of the show – we had this uh, Aussie bloke, real giant of a human, like was like seven foot tall, massive dude. And then everyone else in the row was all Russian, a lot. Right? So including his 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 wife, and it was a the show was purely crowd work based, so you couldn't do any material. You just had to kind of riff with the audience. And um, you're backstage, you don't see what happens. You can only hear what's happened on stage. And I heard that there was a 21st birthday out there, so I walked out to do my set. And uh, I started talking to the audience. I was like, oh, whose birthday is it? And the guy's bride was like, oh, it's my birthday. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry, love, but 21. 
<laughs> really? <laughs> and then she took her high heel off and threw it at me on the side. Oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> and no worry, I caught it. Thank, thank God you got the reflexes of a panther. I'll tell you what, it can go wrong. You know what, Shad- though, in true form, I turned it around. I won that, that competition on a crowd vote. So there you she go. liked it or she just wanted her shoe back. That would have been the two options. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Shad, good to talk to you, buddy. Good on you, lads. I'll see you next week when I'm going to be – I'll get my 10 bucks back. That's what I'll get. Sounds like how that four-point line, I'm telling you. Make it 20. Coming up on Afternoon Sport, Olympic silver medalist John Stephenson. Play Sport is calling Game On for a new way to play, a free platform to explore and be inspired to connect to thousands of sport, rec and well-being activities in your community. Just go to playsport.com. Play Sport, whatever moves you. All right, it is John Day. It's a spectacular John Day. How are you, John? Hey, Timmy, coming all the way from Europe, and it's still Johnny Day. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Now, mate, look, I, I, obviously uh, I'm a keen follower of your social media, being a, a close friend of yours as well, and I saw you at the Olympic Museum in Switzerland. It looked like quite a place. What a place that is. Hey, who said there's no money in the Olympic Games, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> no one. <laughs> It was absolutely phenomenal. And look, they've done such a phenomenal job there about telling the history of the Games. And it's located on such a beautiful site overlooking the Geneva Lake. It's just amazing. Like I, I, I really, when I walked in there, I really realised what, what, what it meant to be an Olympian and, and um, what a prestigious club that I'm a part of. And um, yeah, it was, it was really, really cool to me. I, I never thought I'd ever say that about a museum, but, um, but yeah, if you ever get to Lausanne, Switzerland, make sure you head down there and, uh, and check it out. Yeah, I'll have to give it a crack. Now, John, um, report card, Paralympics, they did well, didn't they? Very, very well. Some, some brave performances, some amazing performances. Yeah, unbelievable. I think Jared Clifford, you know, we, we've seen him in the uh, um, on the track and then also in the marathon, you know, collecting medals in, in both. Amazing, you know, just he was very Patrick Tiernan-like, you know, he, he left it all out in the track just to be beaten and pipped, you know, at the line. But And and I think Matty Di Rosario, two golds, wow, you know what I mean? And, and one on the track and one in the marathon. It's just amazing. But look, overall, when you look at the Olympic Games, what it meant, both Paris and both Summer Olympics, you know, it, it's, 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 it's what the world needed. We said that when we saw um, the Games um, take place before the Paralympics. And it's, it's something which... You know, we'll look back and it'll, even though it didn't have any crowds, even though that we weren't able to explore the host city of Japan, um, seeing athletes go through adversity, um, come out there, be tested, break world records, win, get performances, just showed you, you know, the strength of the human body, the strength of the human mind. And what the games meant this year, it was the Inspiration Games, and and that echoed all the way through the Olympic movement. Yeah, the city of love is going to be amazing in three years' time, isn't it, Paris? Because it'll just tick around, and crowds will be back. It'll be unbelievable. Oh, it's going to be amazing, Tim. But I will say this: one negative will be, which Japan was brilliant for us is that it's going to be back in the northern hemisphere time zone which makes it extremely hard for us as australians to be able to follow our our um, our stars and be able to support them so that's something that sucks which i think japan is absolutely brilliant for yeah absolutely that was phenomenal now what about formula one that's been tipped on its head uh with movements oh i love it though um we saw the the dutch grand prix on the weekend and the dutch fans absolutely going well i don't think there was i think there was two mercedes fans half a uh, aston martin fan the rest were all Red Bull uh, Verstappen fans in the crowd. It was um, 
absolutely amazing. Verstappen, you know, he was not looking like he was, he was ever going to lose. Um, Hamilton drove, he said he gave it his all, drove it absolutely phenomenal. But what the talk of is um, that's going around the F1 now team is not what's happening on the track and the race, it was happening, you know, behind the scenes and behind, um, you know, with contracts. And we see now mm-hmm. Bottas reveal that he's now going to move to Aston Martin. I think he's got a five-year contract down there. Um, they're talking that Aston Martin's a little bit of a, um, a gift shop, you know, gift shop team where, you know, this is this is the way you exit the sport through the gift shop. You know what I mean? Because you see yeah. Raikkonen, he went to he went to Alfa Romeo and now Bottas, you know, two or two great drivers of Formula One. Um, but the talk was always who's going to fill that spot um, at Mercedes and uh, we always knew it was going to be George Russell after the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix and how well he drove there in that car and um, it was finally released uh, yesterday that George Russell was going to be sitting alongside Lewis Hamilton um, in they used to call it the Silver Arrows but in the Black Arrows now um, and you know what does this mean for his career look you, you've seen with Daniel Ricciardo Verstappen um, career killer you've seen with Mark Webber um, Vettel uh, I wouldn't say I shouldn't say career killer, but it's bloody hard when you when you have you know such a great driver in Hamilton and Verstappen and Vettel and and you know you come up into this team and they pretend there's no number one driver, but we all know there's always one favourite driver. Mm. Now, John SAS, uh, you're a superstar of the TV. Soon, um, look these guys in all these ads, and I can't believe I haven't only seen glimpses of you. And, and we sort of established last week that they're obviously holding out, you know, to show their Broadway acts once the show's on air, but um, they. They do look like they're in your face, these blokes, like almost to the point where they'd give Panadol a headache. Tell me more. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they're holding out of any Broadway act. I reckon you just see your boy just buckled out half the time in the arm. But um, no, it, it's it's it, we've been we've been receiving you know some social media stuff to post and been seeing some of the uh, commercials that have been on on TV and I completely have like 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 memory loss on half the shit that went down there. So what were those blokes like? Oh mate, they they they're the real deal, Tim. They're, that's not an act. And what's yeah. what I'm really worried about with the show is that. It's not gonna. It's not gonna fully show what what actually happened because you, mm. it's hard to see from the TV screen on how cold it really is because the sun is out. It's hard to see how buckled we are because you're constantly in that mind frame for for a number of days. You know what I mean? And and it's and that that's what that's what I feel like. People, it's going to be so easy for people to sit in the couch and go, "Yeah, I could have done that." I mean, that doesn't look so crazy, but it was the worst time of my life. You know, uh, I got scars all over my body to prove it. So, uh, I, they're they're not a joke, Tim. They're the real deal, Johnny. Stephenson on his knees. All right, mate, I know you're in Switzerland. I'll let you get out and have some cheese and some lovely ham, and uh, we'll be back to it next week on John Day. How good is John Day getting? It's plenty unbelievable. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you today to Shad Wicker and to John Stephenson. Thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, www.xblades.com.au. And another man who's very talented. We love him dearly. His name is Mr. Dan McHugh. He's our producer. We'll be back Monday for your daily dose of sport. Have a great weekend, guys. Take care.